All right, and we are live. Hopefully, we are. We are. Uh, I'm in Myrtle Beach. I, I forgot you and I were just talking before we came on. I forgot to ask you where you're. Where you're I'm at? In Atlanta. You, you're back I'm in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Yep. I know you were back and forth a couple times last week. How's your mom, by the way? She's good. Yeah. Last well, week, last week you were at your mom's house. Yeah, she's she's hanging in there. She's surviving. Um, yeah. And then by I've the got, way, so what, got, what does does your mom listen to the show? I forgot to ask you. Does she every like, now like, and then? Every now, um, <laughs> every now and then. I think she kind of forgets, you know, when it is sometimes. Yeah. And so some, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I haven't gotten you know the abuse back yet. So I, I got. I think she missed that one. I was going to say, I was wondering if she heard when I asked you the question. You're yeah, yeah. Alive, and you said she no. is not, but she also knows how to go back and watch some of the old ones. I think on Apple now, so that's not good. Ah, so she's kind of savvy. Yeah. Well. Uh, savvy enough i think yeah <laughs> it's funny that she listens to him that that was another um she watches i should i should say she watches. Oh, does she watch she does, okay yeah because i've got i've actually started to you probably noticed this on the social media the last few weeks i've actually started putting links to the mm-hmm. apple podcast and spotify and and of course we're on all the platforms but i've had i've had um i don't want to say a lot but i've had numerous people who have told me that they actually listen to it because it's easier they, they'd like to watch it and they like that mm. we do the video yeah and the video is obviously for the uh you know for the for the acl but they actually like listening to it whether they're in the car or whether they're at in bed at night trying to go to sleep or they can't sleep um you know or or, or, <laughs> or working out or whatever sounds. or at work yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's oh. funny it, it's funny that's always that's always you know anytime someone comes up to you and says like my sister even told me this one time. She's she's like, I I absolutely love your voice. Like I need you yeah. to to read something and, and record it into my phone so I can fall asleep at night. Absolutely. And I'm always every time I hear that, I'm always like, uh, thank you. Have you ever thought about it, <laughs> voice voice actor? Yeah, you know, I, I've tried. I've tried to get. I've tried to get an agent. The problem is, is that I mean, it's just the story of my life, right? I mean, I grew up in Iowa. My dad, my dad is, is a small town attorney. My mom was a teacher for 20 something years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here I came up out of out of Iowa and out of Kansas with these big aspirations to be a broadcaster. And I don't know anybody. And I still really don't know anybody. And there's so right. many people like I tried to reach out to um, an agency in New York. Um, and it was several years ago. I mean, maybe I could try again, but I tried to reach out to them. And uh, and the guy told me, he's like, listen, he's like, Jeff, I really like your stuff. He said, but I've got 10 of you right now on staff. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, and, it's tough because you still have to be an actor to do voiceover work it, it, with commercials yeah. is different. I mean, commercial reads, you're perfect, but I was talking more like an actual actor, like voiceover actor, because your voice is so good. Yeah. I never it's, thought about it, that, I guess. Yeah. My, but, uh, again, but again, you kind of need an agent and there's just yeah. so many people. It's so competitive. That unless you, competitive. unless you know somebody, um, yeah. Julie's yeah, really... ex-husband actually does that from time to time still. Yeah, it's and great he... money. And those guys in LA, the voiceover guys in LA, I mean, they're making six figures. I mean, the good ones are, are making close yep. to seven figures. I mean, they make a ton of money. And there's, and, and for that group, it's, you know, there is a group of them and, you know, they get hired for pretty much everything. Every, you know, every cartoon feature that you've ever seen with your kids or whatever outside the three or four stars that everyone knows, those are, those people get the same gigs, you know, they're, they're yeah. hired all the time. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. And they make, they make, they make really good money, they, but yeah, I've, do, I've, I've, I've thought about it. I just don't, I don't, I don't know anybody, you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, maybe, maybe getting to know, I mean, it can be as simple as this. I mean, maybe getting to know Shamar and David 
you know, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere down the line that mm-hmm. opens something yeah. up. You know? Gotta I mean, work you your way in. Literally, that, literally, that's how it starts, right? I, right. You, you I can't tell to. you the number of I can't tell you the number of kids who um who who well I mean, I mean to me to me I I hate to say that but you know these young people out of college are, are almost you know young enough to be my sons and daughters now. Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, absolutely. but I can't tell you the number of of kids who have called me and I've gotten them a start in the business. I mean, you never know where that's going to come from. You got right. to know somebody. Well, you know the old saying, right? It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And you can and you can go through sure. and, you know, look at every discipline in the world and you'll see that those people had a connection somewhere. It's very rare yeah. that you find this person that you know, struggled and found their way to the top of their field without help from a very important person along the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's that's one thing, Bernie, to be honest with you, um, that I feel like I really just didn't do a good enough job with in my career. And and really, it could be a cautionary tale for anyone who's listening or who cares out there. Mm-hmm. Always network. Always, Absolutely. always, always network. And I'm the worst I, I, at it. I felt like I was always, and still to this day, I feel like I'm so busy chasing a paycheck because in my line of work, you know, we, we don't like even with the ACL, I mean, we get paid per event. We get paid, you know, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's different, a little bit different this year, but I mean, in the past, it's always you're paid per event. So, I mean, you just yeah. wait for the phone to call and it's you have to thrilled. pay your own taxes. So, I mean, you know, for so long, I felt like I was chasing events and chasing paychecks, just trying to survive right. and make money for me and my family that, that I really kind of failed on the networking side when, you know, in hindsight, that might've been the most important thing. Sure. It's just it's, an, it's to network. So anyone who's out but, there, but some I mean, people I, are good at it. Look, some people have a knack for it. It's just yeah. it's it's innate in who they are, right? I'm not. Yeah. I, I am. I can meet someone and have a reasonable conversation with them, but the moment it becomes like forced conversation about stuff I don't want to talk about, I can't do it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like I feel like I can talk about anything with people I know. But like, you know, in networking, you have to be willing to talk about stuff that you don't care anything about, mm-hmm. act interested, act yep. interested in that person. And look, you know, as we all know, there's lots of people you just don't get along with. Right. It's just the way that human beings work. You're going to get along great with some people. You're not going to get along with others at all. But when you need when you're networking, you might run across one of those people and you have to just get past that. Like, yeah, you know, it's oh, I really don't like this person. Well, it's too bad. You know, you have to, you have to go through it. And some people are really good at it. I am yeah. not. I you am just, you, not. What you have to, what you have to do is you have to find some sort of common ground with that person. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, and I always feel like I was good at, I, I really do. I feel like it was, I was always good at that. And I love meeting people. Like I love meeting all the players in the ACL, right? I mean, we've talked yeah. about this before, but, but it, it's different when I'm talking to one of them trying to find some common ground versus when I'm talking to someone who I feel like can do something for me. Yes, I was still exactly. guilty. I was still guilty you. because I don't want them to think that I'm just talking to them because I want something from them. I, it's just my, it's my inner guilt. And this is I, something I'm I've, with I, you. I, look, I've I struggled, agree I've 100% with this. with this. Yeah. I've struggled this with this for a long time. I just have this inner guilt that I just instantly feel a lot of times, you know, in, 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 in situations like that, 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 that's, that's it. I like, like a perfect example. When I went to the Iowa Penn state game, the football yeah. game just this past year. Right? right. And we end up at a sports bar. Mike Golick is there. And uh, my buddies really had to force me to go up and say hi to Mike Golick. They're like, Hey, you work for ESPN. Just go say hi. I'm like, let's, I mean, come on. I'm on ESPN, <laughs> but I don't work for ESPN. But anyway, right. so I went up and said, hi, Mike was a great guy, but Mike was, a, was with a guy, Tom. And I can't remember Tom's last name who works for Learfield. 
And so, and so, you know, I started talking with Tom, Tom was asking me about my background and I'm talking to Tom. And again, it gets to that point where I'm like, okay, well, how long do I need to talk to him for? Right, you know, he, right. He, you know, he, he knows I'm interested. He knows I want to work for Learfield. I would love to work for Learfield. I'd love to do their national events. I'd love to do national radio for Learfield and Sirius XM and all that kind of stuff that he represents. And I'm like, okay, so now how long do I have to have to talk? You know, what do I say? You know what? I, I don't know. There are people like Marlon, the winner, for example, are the ACL's PR person or head of public relations for the ACL yeah. is very good at that. Is very good at getting to the point and asking for things. I yeah. like people have always told me like, Hey, you have a person that, you know, you have personality traits and skill sets that would be great in sales. And I'm sure I do, but I don't want to ask. I'm mean, like the moment you have to ask someone for money, I, I feel it. so bad about it. I'm like, ah, and then you become different. Right. And then you seem like you're, it's not you anymore. And people can read that on you. Totally oh, agree. The worst. And it's the worst. It's the worst feeling. Now, if it's a social situation and let's say I run into that person and I have nothing that I want from that person and it's just about starting a conversation and talking, talk for hours. Yeah. Um, but yep. if I feel like I need to get something from that person, I, be, I I can't. It's so bad. It's so bad. And it's a necessary trait, right? If you want to be yes. successful in certain fields. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's something, Bernie, that I wonder, like you and I feel that and maybe guilt's the wrong word. I don't know. But but you and I feel that. But is that just something that we feel that someone else can't? Because like when I was at the College of Charleston, same thing. I did all the radio and TV broadcast of the coaches shows. But when they had me start to get into the, you know, the corporate sales and sponsorships, it was great because I had all these connections, right? To all of our fans and all these business owners. But at the end of the day, like you said, when I've got to ask them for cash for a sponsorship, I can't do it. Yeah, I feel guilty. And then they read that on. They read that all of a sudden you're different and they... I don't know if they can like you ever been around those people that are just like for me, I think it's insecurities about this or that, whatever it may be. And, you know, I've been around people that you would see and you're like, I can't believe that guy's so good in sales. But they just have this confidence about themselves that it just doesn't like nose just don't bother them. They just don't care, it seems like. And it's that air that they give off that somehow works. Yes. And, and and you and it's like they'll ask anybody for anything. They just don't care. They feel like they deserve it somehow inside of themselves. And those people crush it, man. Yeah, they do. Crush it. Crush it. Yeah. And you're like, what? and you're like, God, that guy's kind of a jerk. I mean, how is he so good in sales? And it's just because, you know, they they're they're not afraid to ask the question. You know, what's what's that saying? You know, you oh, I can't remember it now. But you never get, you know, there's you don't there's get that, what you don't you don't get what you, you don't, don't ask, don't ask or what, yeah yeah whatever don't ask, don't ask don't get there's there's right. a bunch of them yeah yeah and so I just I'm with you I feel the exact same way and I don't yeah. I don't know if it's insecurity or what but it's like well hey this has been a great talk but I need and you know it's yeah, like know. They, 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 <laughs> here it comes <laughs> and then yeah then they just yeah they know like, it oh well, yeah yeah I enjoy talking to you but yeah. that's not working for me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I had an old basketball coach buddy of mine who told me one time, he's like, Jeff, he's like, you have such great presence when you walk in a room and all you have to do is just ask. You already, you already, you've already won the conversation. Just ask, yeah. just ask what you want for, you know? And, but I, it's just hard. I just can't do it. Yeah, like, so, I, so, so to your point, um, so we're obviously in Myrtle beach. Uh, we, we decided to stay cause I picked up a, a basketball game for Wednesday night, um, a, a postseason tournament game with, with coastal Carolina. And where, where are they playing? But, 
Uh, they're playing. They're playing at home against Maryland Eastern Shore. It's 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 what used to be the CBI. It's now oh, called okay, the, it's now called the Basketball Classic. And each game, that's right, that's right. each game is going to. It's first year for it, so we'll see how it goes. But it's sponsored by ESPN. That's how I, that's how I'm doing it, obviously. Um, but each game is going to be sponsored by a former African American player, and it's and it's sponsored by E Racism. So so throughout the game, we're going to honor different players. So it's really really kind of a cool idea. That is cool. Yeah, but um, anyway, so, so we so we decided to stay in, in Myrtle Beach for another night. So to get a free night at the hotel, we decided to go to one of those presentations, you know, where where they offer you to be in the vacation club. Oh, God, man, yeah. Bernie, yeah. these guys and girls are good. You talk about asking for what you want. Holy oh, cow. They just yeah. find out, come out and say, which one do you want? Yeah. And like they like, keep doing it. Like, you, know, you literally have to. We really like, want you here. Which one do you want? Like, like we want you to choose one today. Yeah. Like, which one? Oh. I mean, they, they they just pin you down. It, that's so funny. I went on a yeah. trip one time to the Bahamas back in the 1990s. Actually, when Julie and I dated before, and we got we got the trip because she answered one of those phone calls yeah. from some place in Florida. You know, we and like you get the trip, but you have to spend that day. Yes, going through all of that stuff, and man, it was. Ugh. I was like, dude, we got to make a run for it, man. We got to get out of here. We're going to end up in this timeshare, yeah. and it's going to be. <laughs> that, that's what that's what Kathy told me. She's because they walked out of the room for like a half second, and Kathy turned to me. She, she's like, yeah. she said to me, she said, "You have to be the one who gets us out of here, like now." <laughs> like she, she's ready to go. She was ready to plan trips for Phoenix and San Juan and oh yeah, and oh, man. Pitts and all these places. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh god. But they they do they make you want to like sign up. They, they and they are all you know. And like, we were like, well, you know, we, I was like, can they take the trip away if we don't? I was like, I was like, just yeah. run, run, let's, let's go. go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got our night free. I saw, yeah. I saw the, I saw the bill. I went down and checked it out. And sure enough, we, uh, we got the room for free. We, our, ours wasn't too bad. We had to sit through it for two hours, but man, it is high pressure. I mean, it is high <sighs> pressure and they, Brutal. and they are good. He was, he was really good. The guy's name was Michael and he's like, Hey, you know, great to see you guys, you know, Jeff and Kathy and, and, uh, you know, what do you guys do? Who are you here with? I mean, they get all kinds of information from you and I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be all, you know, badass, tough guy, you know, not <laughs> yeah. saying much like, eh, whatever. By the other, I'm like chatty. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my family's here. And, and you know, we've got five, you know, we got five kids between the they're, two of yeah, us. They're and, making you, know, you put up your own us. ammunition to do it. Yeah. 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 They're good. I mean, they have their whole, I mean, they've got a set thing that they have to go through, you know, oh, yeah. put their own spin on it. Yeah. I could never do that. I'd have, and you have to be always on, right? You're always on. I don't. Yeah. Does no one ever have a bad day in those jobs that are good? Know. You know, it's amazing. They, yeah. Like, yeah, because it's it makes you want to. It makes yeah. you like oh, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so one one uh, one one vacation story, um, and 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 I love I I love we we actually I, I'm sure you saw you saw on my my I think you saw on my Instagram or Facebook the weather was yeah. so shitty, Bernie. I mean the weather <laughs> freaking sucked, I, and I feel so bad. I mean you know we we can come here uh, anytime, right? I mean living in Charleston and living close to Myrtle Beach, we we can go to the beach all the time. But my parents, you know, my family, oh yeah, are from Iowa. Right. Right. You know, so I really I, and I feel a lot of pressure when they come because I'm always checking the weather forecast. Yeah. How often do they see the ocean? Right. Yeah, never. Right. Never. They're in Iowa. 
And, and so I so badly want the weather to be nice for them because it's so crappy back there. And I'm telling you, the weather was like in the seventies and eighties before they got here. Right. All right. For days and days and days. And I just (laughs) knew it. I'm like, shit. I'm like, you know, I'm in Charlotte last week and the weather's nice. I mean, it was warm. It felt, it felt beautiful until that. Yeah. And I'm like this stretch of, of, uh, warm weather is really making me nervous. And sure enough, <laughs> oh, always. my parents got here on a Tuesday. It was nice when they flew in and on Wednesday, boom, that front comes through. And I mean, we had winter coats on my dad jokingly brought his earmuffs as kind of a joke, right? He ended up having to wear them during the week, but <laughs> now the last couple of days were nice. So but yeah, God, I, I just, saw, I saw I just, the one picture from the pool looked all right. Yeah, yeah, we had our winter coats on because it was like it, <laughs> there was. I mean, it was sunny, but it was like forty-five. Yeah, yeah so, I, but, I, right, I so, felt so bad. One story. Yeah. So one story. So so I mean, we obviously had to find a lot of stuff inside to do, right? And Myrtle Beach is great. We were able to find a lot of shows, and we we did have we we ate a ton of food, had some great food, went to some shows. That was fun. So one night we were at uh, we're at the hotel, and um, and we go downstairs to have dinner because the weather was crappy. We didn't want to get out. We had already been out earlier in the day. So we find a high top table and there was four of us. So we find this high top table. It's just, just me, Kathy and my parents at that, at that moment. And uh, my mom said, you know, something just innocently like, man, this would be a great card playing table. So we ordered some dinner and some drinks. And I said, I said, hold that thought. I'll be right back. So I went down to the gift shop. They were still open. I got a deck of cards. I come back up and we start playing spade or not spades, uh, crazy eights. Cause that was my mom's favorite game when she crazy was younger. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and so when she was a little girl, she wanted to play crazy eights. So we start playing crazy eights and our waitress comes up and says to me, she says, by the way, I uh, just want to let you know, you guys are gonna have to put those cards away and you should probably do it now before the manager sees and comes over and says anything. And I'm like, what the hell? What? <laughs> and, and, uh, my mom said, well, can we at least just finish our game? And she said, she said, no, ma'am. She said, playing cards in public establishments in the state of South Carolina is against the law. <laughs> and and Are I'm you like, joking? Bernie, I am not kidding. So, <laughs> so my, my dad obviously is an attorney. Yeah. And uh, so, so we're like, I mean, you know, we're like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll put them away. And Kathy, you know, Kathy's kind of a rule breaker to be honest with you. And she, <laughs> and she right away is like, Jeff, put the cards away. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, even if it, if it is a state law, like who enforces that? But right. she's like, put the cards away. My dad looks it up. Sure enough, there is a law in the state of South Carolina that forbids you from playing any card game or any game with dice in really? a public establishment. Just to keep just to keep gambling away that bad. I mean, that's I, I that's, guess that's man. That is so Bible. Crappy? I mean, here here the weather the weather is 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 rainy. It's cold. There's nothing to do except for to play cards. In the one in the one county that they should have gambling anyway, in Horry County, yes. I mean, there there should be casinos up and down that beach. Yeah. That's yeah. so ridiculous, man. Can you believe that? I can't actually because I lived in South Carolina for ten years. Yeah, no idea that was true. And again, you know, fine. Every every state has stupid laws, right? Yeah. Like you know, you can't eat ice cream on certain days of the week. I mean, we we've all seen the websites <laughs> that have you know these these yeah. dumb. Laws. But who enforces that? So, right? especially, I mean, it's, especially, I mean, we, I mean, we're, we're just, we're, we're, I mean, my parents are in their seventies. I'm sorry, but we're not doing anything wrong. Right. Yeah. That's weird. If that place actually has a manager that enforces that. Yeah. I mean, that really is because you I mean, bizarre, it, the, the weather's weird. You got, you know, people at a little more advanced in age, you know, you're just, you're playing crazy eights. 
But I guess the whole thing is you can't have it one way and not the other, right? You can't outlaw poker and blackjack and other things. No. If you don't outlaw all the card games, I guess is kind of how that started. I, I don't know, but that is ridiculous. Yeah, and then my dad, my dad got into attorney mode and and started <laughs> you know, started you know defending the hotel about all the reasons why that's a good oh. idea because oh. if they let one <laughs> yeah. person play cards, exactly. the next people play cards. Yeah, the yeah. next kids come in in their twenties. Then you have bachelor parties. Money's flying around. Shots. It gets out of control. I get. I'm, I'm okay, Dad. I get. Fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah. You don't no want cards. those seedy folks in Myrtle Beach. You know, a little late on that one. You know, <laughs> uh, this, this is a really nice place, though. Actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. You, you, I mean, you, you are staying kind of high dollar. The, the whole, the whole, the whole place is really well. It's not really high dollar. It's you're, you're not. You're not at the Ocean night. Breeze Motel. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Although maybe they would have played. Let us play cards. You would play cards all day at the Ocean Breeze. <laughs> That's where we're going next time. <laughs> yeah. The pool pool not quite as nice, but uh, right. you can play you can play cards all day. Yeah, yeah. You got to be careful when you go to the uh, parking lot at night if you forget all something right. in your car. But dude, before make sure we're able to do the ask Jeff and Bernie because I have to ask you a question. But what are you going to do about Kansas and Iowa? Oh yeah, I was going to ask you if you want to do brackets next or if you want to do cornhole. Oh, we're going brackets. We're, Bracket, we're, you want to do brackets? Yeah. I brought I brought mine. Did you really? I yeah, I, I had a tough, I had a tough time. I had a tough time. Uh, I got stuck, but then I just kind of forced through it. So, um, I've got, I've got Kansas and Iowa meeting. Although I got to tell you, I, I really feel like, and it's not just me because I'm an Iowa guy. Um, Iowa really was misplaced, and apparently the the selection committee this year, Bernie, did not place a whole lot of weight on conference tournament champions. Like Iowa was going to be a five. Not. Iowa was going to be a five, whether or not they won the Big Ten championship or not yeah so so for iowa to be a five with only nine losses on the season in the third toughest conference in america yeah. i was really surprised by that so they got stuck in the 512 i don't but even know it, if I, I don't even see how they would be the third toughest conference i would say big 10 this season would have to be if not one one b i mean the sec was amazing but look they only let the sec only got what six yeah, teams the, yeah, the, the Big 12 was actually number one. The Big 10 was the fourth. It, it, I just checked it. The Big 10 really? was the fourth. Yeah, that was, if you look at conference RPI online, oh. Big 10 was fourth. Conference. Yeah, Southeastern, yeah. Southeastern Conference was third. Big 12 was was one. Big East was two. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's a computer model that's flawed. It is. I test. Computer. I test tells you something completely different than that. But yeah. I mean, so so anyway, so I, I truly I mean, the the 512 sexy pick is going to be Richmond. And and honestly, I could totally see Richmond beating Iowa. If, if Iowa is not hitting they, some threes, it, they've got a great little guard. Uh, Richmond, I actually watched them play. I watched a little bit of that Davidson game, the championship game for the yeah. A-10. They've got a really interesting little guard, but he's 5'10", right? I mean, what's he going to do really to break a team down? But you know yeah. how guard plays so important. But they're going to play hard. You know, they're going to, you know, so if Iowa doesn't make shots, they're going to struggle. You know, teams like Richmond are going to die on the court if they have to in that game. Yeah. Right. But if Iowa comes out, makes some shots, kind of establishes themselves early. I mean, I I would think they're too big for them, but. Yeah. And Keegan Murray, I mean, he's, he's, he's amazing. I mean, he's really good. But But that little guard guard will get in someone's shirt. I mean, he will. Yeah. He is, he is something else defensively. Yeah, I could see Richmond winning that game. I, you know what? Honestly, I can see I can see San Diego State or Creighton beating Kansas. I mean, Kansas can't. I'm telling you, Bernie. Don't 
old Kansas. I mean, look back. I mean, this goes all the way back to when, sure. when I was in school. They lost to UTEP. They've lost to they've Bucknell. Lost to... They've brought lost to Bradley. I mean, they call them the killer bees for a while because any mid-major with the with the name that started with B, yeah. Kansas is going to lose to. I mean, it was just I'm, I'm anti-Creighton forever. Uh, didn't and also didn't Creighton have a bunch of stuff? Go- anyway, I don't see. That. I actually. Yeah. I'm not a huge Kansas fan, but I actually have Kansas doing some damage in my brackets. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like in this in this Midwest bracket, so I've got Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Auburn in the um, in the Sweet 16 from the Midwest. And I just took Kansas. I mean, to answer your question, yeah, I grew up in Iowa, so I'm a huge Iowa fan. Went to Kansas, so I mean, at, at, when push comes to shove, I always root for Kansas basketball and Iowa football. There so. you go. I know, just picking and choosing, but anyway, so I've got Kansas over Iowa. I've got Auburn. I've got Auburn over Wisconsin, and yeah, then I've got Can- and I've got Kansas. I mean, I really tried to take my heart out of it, but I just don't see. I mean, there's just no one that really scares me in here. Auburn is really, really good and at times and tall. I mean, well, I think they let their guards do too much. They're so talented down low. I mean, they've got a kid that's a freshman that's going to be one of the top five picks. And, yeah. and somehow he lets his guards just shoot like 40 foot threes all game. It's like, dude, you've got two first round draft picks down low. Maybe get them a touch. Yeah. Right. Like, like, you know, before you let your guards just go crazy. But if their guards are hitting shots, which they do a lot, man, that is a tough team to guard because then they make it tough on you. If you yeah. like to score inside, because they've got, walk- I mean, Kessler's still limited offensively kind of, but he is a, he changes things inside defensively Yeah, and they're athletic. I mean, it depends which Auburn you get, right? If you get Auburn's A game, I think they can beat anybody. You get Auburn's B game, they can lose. They might not make the Sweet Sixteen. So, I think I think I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. Um, it's guard play. It's guard play. I would t- I would take Always a good ball team. handler at this at this time of year. I would take a good ball handler over anything, and that's where Kansas struggles down the stretch. Whether it's regular season, whether it was the Big Twelve tournament, down the stretch, there is no one who is a strong. Um, solid ball handler. I mean, think about Baylor winning that championship. You had Baylor winning that championship? No, I was thinking, remember, was it last year? I mean, mean, it was just all guard play. Yeah. It was guard play, guard play. I mean, and that's, if you've got two strong guards in the NCAA tournament, you've got a chance. And that's why I think mid-majors hang around because if their guards get hot, make some shots, they're not going to be as big and as athletic. But if you got guys just draining threes from 30 feet from, you know, playing over their head, I mean, you can win. Basketball is a different game. I, I mean, I, that's I mean, it's, it's the tournament, man. I love it. I know, I do too. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, so I've got, I've got tech. I mean, who knows what's gonna happen here? Obviously, I've got Texas Tech, Arizona, Kentucky, and Kansas. I love Kentucky. Small sample size. I've only seen them play a couple times. They're good. Um, but Bernie, they flat out walked into Allen Fieldhouse oh, and destroyed Kansas. Beat now, absolutely. If beat that's down. the Kentucky we're gonna get here in March, they're gonna win it. But I can tell you this, Duke was manhandling people early in the season. You know, took apart Gonzaga. Yeah. Right? Didn't they beat Kentucky as well? I mean, like, really beating everybody. And then you yeah. watch them play their last, you know, three of their last four games. And it's like, that team's not, I mean, there's lots of talent, but they obviously don't like playing together. So, I mean, I, I just, at this time of year, it's so different. Your guards have to be on. I mean, I think Gonzaga is going to be really good. Really okay, can I can I can I tell you my one upset? Uh oh, I've got Georgia State. I've got I know I'm the only person in America. Let me tell you why. Beating Gonzaga? Yes. Georgia State? Sixteen versus one. I know. I got it. 
So here's the deal. So Georgia State is really freaking good, man. And I know, I know they're not. I know they're not going to win. I'm just picking them. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm going. I mean, they, 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 they they built a nice program there. I, I mean, saw Georgia State play this year, and here's the deal. They there were ten games, ten games, sorry, ten players that missed a combined total of eighty five games this year. They had a stretch in late December and into mid January where they lost eight out of ten games, had four that were canceled. I mean, COVID just ran rampant through through that team. About a month ago, they got everybody back for the first time. They walked into Coastal Carolina and were lights out. They've won every game but one since. Everyone's healthy. It's all seniors. They came back this year as a team and with one goal in mind was to was to win the Sun Belt and to get into the tournament and win a game. The fact that they lost so many games was not their fault. It was right. because of COVID. And the fact that they're a 16 seed means that also the committee – really has no idea what their journey was like this season. Because if Gonzaga is the overall number one seed, which they were, they should get the lowest 16, which is not Georgia state. Right. And the Sunbelt was the 16th ranked conference in the, um, in America, I believe. I think uh, as great as that sounds, you probably would be other than Georgia state fans. The only one to pick that I just, that team is really good, man. Yep. You know what? It might be way closer than a normal 16, one game. Yeah. You know, that might, that might be a game that's still close in the second half and people are freaking out. But, I but Georgia State, is there. they are fast. They are long. They can shoot lights out. Um, they can run. They're, I'm telling you, they're really good. I don't think they're going to win. I just put it down because I don't care. There's always think, one, right? I mean, there's yeah. always one. You just have to pick one. So, But there's there's only been one ever 16 over one. I know. <laughs> and, and look, if like – I was getting ready to talk about how Texas Tech and teams like that that can really manage a game, yeah. make it half court, make it possession by possession, which teams that like to run like an Auburn, like a Baylor really don't want because they want to get out. They want to play free. They want to use their athleticism. Teams like Texas Tech grind you down, which doesn't play as well in January and February as it does in March mm -hmm. because things get so tight. You know, sphincter gets a little, gets oh, a little yeah. tight in March and those times like – those type of teams tend to do well, but those are the kind of teams that can leave a team in the game, like Virginia did a couple of times. Even though they won that title a couple of years back, the way they play leaves teams that they're way more talented than right in the game with them. I, but I know, totally agree. I think Texas Tech's one of those type of teams. I don't. I mean, you know, if, if Georgia State wants to run, Gonzaga likes to get up and down. I just don't think it. I mean, I think to beat teams like that, you kind of have to change how they want to play, and yeah. I don't think they're going to. Yep, that's um, true. That's a good point. I, I don't know how many – doesn't it seem like the committee had a really hard job seeding? Not necessarily the teams that got in and didn't, and there's always a couple, right? There's always an argument here or there, but it seems like the seeding's off this year. Yeah, and the way that they place teams too. I mean, there there are West, you know, West Coast teams playing in the East bracket, but well, closer you do, to the home. Well, you know, the, that pod system. I hate that pod yeah, system. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, they, just, it's just it made no they, sense to me. And I'm with they, you on they, some they of the They did the pod system so they could fill the buildings up because they realized with when they were doing it traditional, you know, brackets where if you, you know, got stuck yeah. in the West, uh, the West bracket and you were an East Coast team, you know, those games were empty, right? And, and they hated the look on television. So they went to this pod system. Yeah. So it would kind of fill up the building so it looks better and there's more energy. But I don't know. I, you know, I, I think you're, you know, if a team's in the Western, in the West bracket and they're an East Coast team, well, they put you there for a reason. You didn't earn your way into the East bracket. Mm -hmm. right? But exactly. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, the regionals are that way. I mean, once you get to the regionals, but if you're good enough to get to the Sweet 16, it doesn't really matter where you play at that point. Yeah. Right. I mean, unless it's a home game. It's, yeah. Right? right. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, and, and I'm if I were a coach, that that would exactly be my message to my fans and my players. You know what? Right. Let's let's spend 15 minutes complaining, griping, bitching about everything, and then move on. Move on. Because you're right. I mean, if you're good, you're going to have to play. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to play somebody good. You're going to have to every 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 team doesn't matter. You can say one bracket's more tough than the other. At the end of the day, if you're going to win the whole damn thing, you got to be some point. Yeah. At some point, you're going to come across somebody who's going to be pretty freaking good. Yeah. All right. Segway. I love your statement. That's why I'm making a segue, because this will air on Thursday night, which will be the night before. Our uh, our tournament begins in Atlantic City. There's going to be some difficulties in that arena. There's going to be, you know, 12 foot ceilings. There's going, it's going to be some difficult stuff going on in that building. Okay. What you just said is what our players need to do. It's going to be the same for everyone. No one's getting an advantage by any of that. It's going to be tough. It's going to be some tougher conditions than they're used to playing. I think they're, I hope they can kind of get past that and we'll find out who can, because, you know, we're going to hear it. I mean, I feel bad for the directors and everyone because it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Interesting. And, you know, people, what, 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 what ceiling height do you normally like to have? Really? I mean, I think they would I mean, 12, prefer 12, 12, right? I would think 12 is pretty low, but it's right there on the border according to the rules. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you really watch games, like if you watch, are there, I mean, rarely, even air males rarely get above 10 feet. Rarely. And people are like, oh, no, I always do it. No, you don't. I've watched thousands of cornhole games. Rarely does someone throw it over 10 feet. I don't know. This is where I'd have to default to uh, Anthony Ione. He, yeah. he would not. I mean, you know, they're going to talk about certain guys that like to air mail and, you know, put more loft on it. I'm telling you, they don't. If you if you put a backboard and a basketball goal right next to where these guys throw, how often mm-hmm. do you think they would throw it over the backboard? Right. But just the fact that it's that low is visually going to affect people's eyes. Yes, that I agree with. That's going to kind of mess with them. So I hope our players can kind of – basically the ones that are going to be on TV, the ones that are going to make broadcasts, are the ones that just put it out of their minds. Everyone's dealing with it. I'm just going to play. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are out early that probably should have played more, we're going to hear about it all the way through. Now, what about what about? And I'm being honest about this. What about a Damon Dennis? I mean, he he he's got to be up there in the 12 foot range, right? Or or higher, maybe? No, no? still not that high, huh? I, I mean, I you know, 12 feet's pretty high. It just looks weird if the Visually. ceiling's there. Yeah. You know, I think it messes with people because you know the bag's dead once it hits the ceiling. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a mess. I mean, I think it's going to be a mess. I just, I just hope the players can kind of, but that's a great name to bring up. I mean, that's a person I was thinking of too. And I was thinking of in the past, you have someone like, uh, that guy was getting ready to say his name. My brain, I'm telling you, man, this whole getting older thing. Well, you've had a stressful week too. And, we uh, yeah. Who are you thinking? Are, are you he, thinking won, about- he won a national throwing nothing but air mails and doubles. Jimmy McGuffin. You know how many right? times I've said his name and all of a sudden I couldn't remember his name? Anyway, you know, yeah, someone again, that plays... you've had a rough week. You've had a rough week. People don't some, realize what you've been through this week. So Someone uh, someone playing it. like that is, uh, 
you know, I think that can affect them. But yeah. it, you have to kind of mindset, 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 right? Like this is how it's going to be. Play through it. Yeah. Because nothing's changing. You know what I mean? Well, like, the best thing you said is visually. That That's going to be the, I mean, that that seems like that's going to be the toughest challenge. Yeah. Just just that dynamic. Because as soon as dynamic. you have to airmail, you're going to be like, well, wait a minute. Now you know, yeah. it's going to get in. It's, I, mean, I get it. I understand. And I would be the kind of person that would be affected by that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's yeah. you know you know what I mean. Like I, 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 probably, you know, I, I would have every excuse as to why I I didn't do well. But the the players that just hey, you know, boards are slick, boards are slow. You know, blah, like the people that just put all that out of their heads are the ones that usually do well. Yep, I totally agree with you. Hey, I my my neighbor, when I first started playing cornhole, right? Kathy mm -hmm. just bought me some boards, and I'm playing in my garage at about nine o'clock at night. Unbeknownst to me. I get a, I get a text message from my neighbor who has to catch a plane at four o'clock the next morning because he's going on a fishing trip, and he asked me to keep it down at the house because he can hear this banging, and he wasn't <laughs> right. sure what the banging was. Well, the banging was the the bag yeah, in the board. Yeah. Ever since then, Bernie, it's in my head. I cannot play in my garage because I feel like I'm bugging people. I, I'm with you. I, I it you know it. it it's, it's, look, it, 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 well, I, I feel so bad. Bomb, but I, it I feel so heads. bad for Trey and Josh Keck and Todd and all the guys running the tournament this weekend. I mean, really, those guys run it, but Trey will be out there and he'll be one they go to. And we'll hear it as well. You may not, but I'm sure someone will like, we're going to hear it. But there's nothing that can be done about it at this point. Yeah. My suggestion is play through it. Hey, well, we talk to. about this all the time. We don't need to belabor this point, but we talk about this in sports all the time. It happens. It happens in other sports. Mm -hmm. You ha you have to adjust wh whether it's whether it's the boards being too too fast, too slow. Hey, in baseball, the strike zone, and I talk about this in basketball. Sometimes, I mean, during during the during the the uh, Big South Championship, they were calling charges left and right. There was never a block. It was always a charge. Right. And you know what? The players had to adjust. Yeah. You know, in baseball, in, in baseball, to. some umpires have huge strike zones. Yep. Some have tiny little strike zones. It's frustrating as hell. Yeah. But it's consistent, and you just have to adjust to it. And yeah, this, yeah. This everyone in that building is going to be playing in the same same yep. framework. And you're right. right. It's those who are going to be most mentally tough who say "eff it" and just and just go out there and win. Right. And that's that, that wouldn't that wouldn't be you and me, but there that, will be, but not, the I would be there. over in the corner throwing bags. <laughs> like, yeah. Cold. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but that's why I've never won anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, like the people like, yeah, look, there are people that will win something and then say afterwards, like, hey, this really should have been better. That was kind of affecting stuff. OK. But they obviously didn't let it affect their play. They didn't use it as an excuse as to why they didn't play well. How about yeah. golf this weekend? At the Players' Championship, did you see the I, weather? I didn't, I didn't watch any golf. They got rained out one day. They came back. The winds were over 30, 40 miles an hour. Guys were hitting downwind, same yardage, pitching a uh, sand wedge, downwind, five wood, into the wind, same yardage. Oh, my gosh. That's a perfect example. Right? You just I have mean, to deal with it. You just have to. And, you know, now, you know, I, I understand the other side of the argument. Well, it's indoors. It's supposed to be contained. I get it. I didn't know about it. I heard about it, you know, and I just, I was like, oh man, some of those players are going to be so upset because it is going to be visually challenging. Yeah. I don't think it really messes with the throws all that much. There's a few people. I, I think the Damon Dennis argument's possible, but see, to me, Damon would be the kind of guy that would adjust. Oh yeah, he will. You know, Hey, um, before we move on, 
So we, yeah, we got about ten minutes left, so we're still good. We'll get into meet Jeff and Bernie just real All quick. Right. All right. Uh, so last weekend, if I if I got this right, because I went on real quick to look, Jimmy Humans, well, Mark Richards won it. Is that right? Last weekend, I think I think oh. in, in Iowa the open. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And Jimmy Humans, Jordan yeah. pa Power, Ryan Windsor, Trey Birchfield, Jimmy Humans won in doubles. I mean, wow, there were some there were some names who really. Uh, the person who, Jimmy, yeah, I've got a. It was back. Emily Downer who he yeah, won Emily doubles Downer. with. I'd not, yeah, I'd not a, heard of her, but that is but a was, big win. Big names. That's a big win for her. I I didn't know much. I, I've heard whispers, but I didn't really know much about her game. But to me, that tells a she can play. Yeah, right? obviously, and b what a good doubles player Jimmy Humans really is. Well, that so that was my point. So is this is this going to be the weekend for Jimmy Humans? I mean, Don't, he's been playing really well all year, right? It's it, it's so bizarre. I'm trying to think of other sports where there's been someone like this and, and I can't remember his name. I can, it was in tennis and it was a few years ago because you had Djokovic and Nadal and Federer that had kind of taken over the sport. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was the other guy from Switzerland and I cannot remember his name. And then Andy Murray who kind of, they were right there. They were playing at such a high level, but they could never beat those three guys. Yeah. But they were right there playing at such a high level. And Jimmy, Andy was always it seems like he's right there playing at that level. Yeah. But there's just that one next corner to take to become that guy, Jamie Graham, you know, that that truly elite level. But I don't know. Maybe this is his weekend. Yeah. You know, he's been he's been right there. And I mean, Mark Richard seems, seems like to I me. always I, it seems like since the, it seems like going back since like November, I'm always seeing him at the very top, but but not winning it. But his name is always right there yeah. near the top. And, you know, Mark Richards seems like, and it's kind of a name that's burst onto the scene, at least for you and me this season. Yeah. I haven't met him yet. Super relaxed. Yeah. And I've always, I'm always jealous of those people, right? Cause I'm kind of high strong, even though I hide it sometimes. I'm pretty high strong and can be affected by things. Yeah. Pretty chill guy. And those kind of people, same, same with Jimmy Utes, seems like a pretty chill guy. Yeah. And those types of people can kind of just focus and just kind of grind. They don't need, you know, they don't let everything else bother them, right? They right. just kind of stay in their lane and do what they do. And those people are usually successful, especially in our sport. I think I'm picking him. I know that's not exactly a hot take, but I'm picking him to win one of the two, singles or doubles. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he'll need to start with doubles. Maybe he needs to win one on the double side first, and then yeah. that'll give him the confidence to get over the hump and win a singles. Hey, man, until someone beats Matt Guy. Yeah, oh, right. I know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, All right, you ready for? Uh, you yeah, ready for, uh, it's my Jeff turn. Bernie? It's right, my we got about, turn. We got about seven minutes left, so I, I was I was really hoping to give this like ten or fifteen minutes, but I don't think the ladies out there know your marital status. Um, and, and, what, and what is you know I, what is it presently, and has it always been that way? Wow, geez, just diving right in. <laughs> uh, it's complicated. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so so I am I am divorced. Been divorced for about um, eight years now, mm -hmm. eight or nine years now, and um, yeah. So 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 technically, I am not married. That is that is correct. Mm -hmm. But but for the sake of of conversation, a lot of times I will introduce Kathy as my wife. Just, just to move the conversation along. I know yeah. that sounds stupid, 
No, but, I kind of I kind of understand because at our age, saying girlfriend makes it seems it dumbs silly. it down. It dumbs down what what absolutely. what her and I have together. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It, it, and if she was here, she'd be cringing right now because this bugs the ever living life out of her. It yeah. just does because. But but you know we ha we have our reasons why not you know to get married. Mm -hmm. um, many of them are financial. Um, I don't I don't want to get into all the details of that. Preach to the choir, brother. Preach on. Yeah, I mean, tax reasons, social security reasons. There's a lot of stuff. We're just, we're just not going to get married. I mean, plus, really, honestly, Bernie. I mean, at our age, I mean, do we really, you know, this is something that her and I talked about. Do we, do we need that? You know, I mean, we have commitment rings. You know that 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 yeah. I actually bought for us a few years ago, and um, and I had engraved on the inside of the ring, "We just are." It's kind of, our, it's kind <laughs> of like our, that. it's kind of our, because that's just kind of what we say. We just, are, we are, we, we just are. Yeah, I like it, that, our story actually. is unique. We, we first met back in 1987 as kids. She's older than I am. I thought mm. she was a, and she's still beautiful. But at the time I thought she was a supermodel and would have nothing to do with me. And then uh, our lives went in separate directions and she went through a divorce. I went through a divorce. We hooked up mm. through Facebook, which I hated social media at the time anyway. So That's it's so kind funny. of ironic how we met. And there's a lot uh, of parallels here. You do realize that, right? Yeah. So so we have five kids between the two of us. I love her daughters. She loves my kids. Um, but we just are. I mean, we just it's 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 been complicated at times. No, we're not technically married, but there's no one else we'd rather be with. And um, you know, we just are. That's awesome. I, that's a that's a really interesting story. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just I knew your your adoring female fans out there would like to know. Right, yeah, yeah, because there's so many of them. Yeah, they're just beating down the doors. Although I did have one fan in Las Vegas. That's right. What? Remember yeah. the? Remember I got I got hit on by the prostitute for the first time. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, well we're <laughs> first we're time. heading we're heading to Atlantic City, so you're probably going to see something like that. But that's her name, exactly, you know, that's exactly what Kathy said. She's gonna. She's she gonna, says you better get used to it. It's gonna look a lot different in Atlantic City. Yeah. <laughs> Still so funny. I still can't believe that I thanked her. Oh, Jeff, was, you're so the... funny. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, you know, the fact, I, I still think it's so funny that you know I told you guys the story of what happened the next day. Because I was so shocked when she asked me, hey, can I go up to your room with you? And I was like, no. And I'm like, but and then I felt like an asshole, right? For saying right. it that way. And I'm like, but thanks. You know, and I walked away. <laughs> and when I told Trey the story the next day, the fact that you know Trey was like, You thanked her? Like you were so from hey. Iowa. Thanks. You thank her. Thanks for looking out. Yeah. 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 Thanks for making me feel like you would yeah. want to approach me. I, I don't know. I didn't know what to say. So I just yeah. said no and, and ran like a scared little kid. That's 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 how you handle that situation, actually. Yeah. Way to go. It could it, it could have gone worse, I guess. Because normally they would follow you. They would just like they're they're pressure sales too, right? Especially in Vegas. It's pressure yeah. sales. They're gonna follow you all the way to the uh to the elevator. Just yeah. that you sure? Like, yeah, thank you. All right. So does that answer your question? Was that, was it that, does, was that good? it does kind right. of. So it, it, how, all right. So how long have y'all been together? Um, we've been together for, uh, we, we started, she connected with me probably about, uh, well, it was while I was going through my divorce is when she first connected with me. And I literally, I literally remember on Facebook, uh, typing something to effect of, Hey, you don't want any part of my life right now. Yeah. Because when you go through divorce, it's tough. I mean, it really was. I mean, it was, it's, it's, uh, it's conversation for another time, sure. but, uh, it's difficult. I mean, as most people, well, and, and you were divorced. Yeah. Let me ask um, you a question. Do you get along with ex-girlfriends? Um, with my, with ex my ex-wife? No, unfortunately I don't. And, and you and I touched on this before and I know your thoughts on that with, yeah. with, yeah, 
No, not at all. This doesn't work. No, I mean, you talk about oil and water and, you know, we tried, we tried everything to make it work. We tried moving, you know, finding new friends. We tried having another child. We tried getting closer to family. We tried everything. And at the end of the day, there were just some issues that could not be dealt with. So just some lifestyle, just some lifestyle things. That, but is it real animosity or is it just, you know, uh, yeah, it is. I'm not gonna lie okay. to you, Bernie. It's, right. it's, yeah, it's not good. That's tough because that so, makes it so much harder. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've got issues on my side of the family. I mean, I've told you before, my mom was an alcoholic. Her mom was an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's tough for me when I'm in situations where people are drinking, I'm fine. If I'm in situations where people are drinking and acting stupid, it's, 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 it's a little, I hate, I hate using the term PTSD because really that, how do you a, handle a, a mili- being around a military me person has PTSD. Other, huh? Yeah, but it's fun. I don't like it when it turns, when it turns uh, angry dark. and yeah. belligerent and yeah. Yeah. When it starts to get dark, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's, 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 it's a bad place for me to be and just brings up bad memories and bad family stuff. And, and, uh, so I get it. There were some of that. There's some obnoxiousness and that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not a perfect guy either. So, you know, there were, there were some emotional things that I probably could have done better, you know, I mean, and, and I flat out told her, I said, listen, there, there and, and, and at the end of the day, you know, I, I probably could be a more sensitive and emotional, emotionally supportive guy. Uh, for some reason, you know, I put up a wall and, I uh, and I flat out told her I, I I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to give you what you want from me. Right. I flat out told her that. So, yeah, it's, it's complicated. It's adult life is no fun sometimes. Yeah, but I feel I mean, bad for my kids. I mean, it was a bad, bad tough. situation. Bad for them. Tough. But they're great. How, they're happy. And, how and old I, are they now? 19 and 16. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, no. Uh-oh. 20, 20 and 17. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right, we got 15 seconds left. You're all gonna right. be, well, we, be saved by the bell. So, we, all, all right, right, so all right, so we need to start. We need to start this segment sooner. That's what okay. we learned. Might have to go in early next time. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, look forward to seeing you. I'll see you. I'll be in uh, Thursday night, so I will see you then. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Safe travels. You too. All right, bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye, bye.